Greetings, podcasters. So glad you joined us on the Agent Bonus Podcast, your source for all things real estate, featuring interviews from real estate professionals just like you. Greetings, listeners. Today, we have none other than the Richard McLemore joining us on the Agent Bonus Podcast. Richard, how are you, man? I'm great, Ronnie. It's uh, great to be here with you in the studio. Uh, you know, you and I have a great working relationship in the office, and I'm excited about bringing it in here today. Thanks, man. And listen, Richard, I try not to show a lot of bias here, but dude, I am so happy you're here at this point. I mean that, man. <laughs> oh, the pleasure's mine. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, Richard, um, we're just going to get right into it, if that's okay. Sounds great. All right, Richard. Well, by now, our listener base knows that this podcast is centered on real estate. It's for real estate agents, and eventually it'll grow into to reaching the consumer base as well. But um, with that said, let's ask, how'd you get into real estate? Well, you know, I got into real estate, I sort of kind of eased my way into it. I've had a long career in public safety working in the fire service. Well, everybody knows firemen always have a side occupation. And back in the, uh, around the 2005-2006 range, I decided to try my hand at flipping houses. Uh-huh. Flipped a couple of houses during the time leading up to the real estate crisis. And uh, at that time, I decided flipping houses was not going to be advantageous moved into acquiring rental properties and partnered up with a friend and we bought some rental houses and did some work there and we've kind of reached our saturation on rental properties well i thought with my knowledge of houses and the real estate industry in a general sense that i was looking for something that was comfortable for me to move into and especially as i as i grow a little more mature let's put it that way (laughs) And uh, so real estate seemed like a natural fit. And that's what led me to get my license and join up with ERA King. Okay. And how long have you been in real estate? Uh, I've been licensed as an agent for just over two years. Not bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I I guess I've talked to you extensively before, and it just seems like uh, you've been in real estate longer than that. But uh, I would never guess two years. That's (laughs) great. All right. Um, And Richard, you you talked about um, being in in the public service field. Yes. I'll, I'll go ahead and ask, do you see any correlation there with real estate? Does does having that background impact your real estate career or vice versa? Well, I'd say in some ways that there's a stark contrast between, you know, the real estate industry, real estate sales and public safety. But there's a component to public safety that, at least in the fire service, that was always revolved around helping other people mm. and trying to intervene and make a difference in a positive way in the situation that somebody was in, whether it was about a, you know, a fire or a medical issue or a rescue situation, a car crash. Your job was always to help people and to make things better, you know, leave them better than the way you found them. Oh. And I correlate that to my real estate career in as much as I like to assist people who are in pursuit of you know, making their dream come true of owning a home or if they're looking to sell a property that they've been in for a few years or, you know, raise their family in, I I get the opportunity to assist them in making the transition to their next destination. And again, at the end of the day, it gives me great satisfaction to to feel like I'm helping other people. So that's kind of where the parallel is. Okay. And and Richard, what's intriguing about that from from my, my vantage point, if you will, um, 
all real estate professionals harp on their sphere of influence, if you will. And I don't know, it seems like in your capacity, your sphere would just be so broad. Is, is, that, a, is that a safe assumption or? Well, I, I would say that, you know, everybody has a sphere of influence that they operate within. You know, people they know from their neighborhood, from their church, from their workplace, things like that. And I'd say with my background in public safety, it gives me a whole nother arena of uh, people that, that I'm connected to. You know, I've got uh, people that I've helped in the fire service, people that I've worked alongside of. Um, so I'd say the fire service overall gives me a pretty broad uh, scope of people that I connect with. And, uh, you know, there's, there's tons of people out there that I know I wish I could stay in closer touch with them than I do on a regular basis. Sure. But, you know, the, the limitations of... Uh, Time and family-related activities and work kind of put a damper on that sometimes. <laughs> okay. So. Well, um, Richard, the next question and, and harping in on your background, since that's where we are in this conversation, okay. you've got an armed services background as well. That's correct. Um, in, in terms of real estate, do you see, kind of like I asked with the public service question, mm-hmm. do you see any lines of correlation to where that background could impact or shape your real estate career? Well, I, I do, and uh, I think that my background it was in the United States Marine Corps Reserve. I was a uh, member of the unit here in Birmingham. We were a field artillery unit. Okay. And, of course, as part of my training, I went through the standard basic training that all Marines receive, and I went to Paris Island, South Carolina. Oh, wow. Uh, I was 18 years old when I joined, so... Um, you know, the Marine Corps, as do most of the military services, but I brag more on the Marine Corps, they break you down to a very basic level and they rebuild you basically the way they want to. Okay. And one of the big things that you come away from the Marine Corps with is an, a, a great sense of discipline and determination. And I think that discipline and determination that you receive from the Marine Corps it really transcends every other aspect of your life. Nice. And it gives you that ability to analyze a problem and to find a solution to, to push through the problem. And it's just, you know, and you're regimented in the way you approach things. And I, I, I like to say I'm systematic. Maybe not as, I'm not OCD <laughs> about being systematic, but I like to, uh, I like to work in the pressure cooker, so to speak. You know, I told people deadlines and uh, things that have urgency are things that I feel like I thrive on. I, I, and that may tie in back to the fire service that I like the pressure of being thrown into something and uh, having to make decisions and try to get the best outcome. That seems to be where I feel most comfortable. Wow. Would you say some of that motivates you as well? Oh, absolutely. It does. Okay. Um, you know, and the tying back to the Marine Corps, the discipline uh, issue that comes from the Marine Corps. And I also think that gives me an, an ability to uh, bond especially closely with people, other people who've served in the military or people who have recently come off deployments or been discharged or some that are still active military. I really feel that close bond with military members when it comes to trying to help them meet their needs, whether it's finding a home or trying to help them sell a home and move to a new location. The, the military always just, and public service uh, professionals, public safety professionals, both of those have a special uh, tie and I feel a closeness to them that I might not feel to the ordinary person. Wow, that's incredible, yeah. Richard. All right, well, um, we, we know about Richard, we know about your background, we know how you got into real estate. Let's get to the nitty gritty, if that's okay with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, can you share some of the challenges that you've experienced since you've been in real estate? 
Well, you know, real estate, I think a lot of people feel like if you get your real estate license that you're stepping into a business where you're instantly going to have this great, you know, revenue stream and business is just going to, you know, be handed to you to market people's homes and to have uh, buyers handed to you so you can go out and help them locate their home. And I think the greatest challenge for me was when I came in was realizing that the business potential was out there but it was up to me to go out and find that that connection with those people who needed that service and to bring them into the uh, the fold with me, if you will, to let me help them make that critical purchase or that critical sale. Okay. And when it first started, it you know it's a lot about talking back to the sphere of influence. A lot of the transactions that I've done thus far have been with either people I know from my neighborhood people that I've gone to school with, people that I worked with, or in a few cases, and that's starting to increase more, is people that were referred by those initial customers have now come to me as a result and said, hey, we had a great experience with Richard and let him help you. And so growing your business is really a big challenge. Okay. Um, what, are, what are some of the, the greatest benefits in your impression of being a real estate agent? Well, and I, I think you touched on a few of those in, in that answer. So I kind of feel bad about asking that, but if you got anything different to shed, that's, that's no, fine no, as that's, well. That's okay. You know, okay. I, I, I do go back to say that I, I derive great satisfaction from helping other people. Okay. I've had one of my clients went so far as to say that I was a caretaker to mm. her transaction. You know, she felt like I had kind of walked her through every phase of, helping her get her house ready for sale uh, through the sale process and then getting it all the way to the closing table. You know, okay. She said, Richard, you took great care of me in making sure that everything went smoothly. And, and that gives me great satisfaction. Sure. And so the ability to help people is very satisfying. And probably one of the other benefits that I really enjoy about real estate as I'm as a mature agent and some got somebody who has a family and uh, you know, I've got both my girls have been married recently and I know down the road there's going to be grandkids and there's a lot of different things that my wife and I enjoy doing together. Well, being a real estate agent allows me a lot of flexibility to do those things with family and friends that I want to do without tying me to a schedule as much as some other things that I might have transitioned into. Gotcha. You know, if I took a Monday through Friday, eight to five job, it could be that could be very constraining to somebody who's who's hitting a point in their life where they like to feel like they have some freedom over their schedule and kind of choosing when they work and, and you know, when they have time to pursue other uh, interests. Okay. And I think that's the great thing about real estate. It does allow a lot of schedule flexibility and it allows me to do work from anywhere I'm at. As long as I have my cell phone and my computer, I can stay on the job as far as helping make sure things are going smoothly doing research and giving people the information that they need to make good choices. And it even allows you to squeeze a podcast in every now and then. Every <laughs> once in a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, Richard, I, I've got a question. This is, this is a little off script, but it's something I thought about as you were uh, talking about uh, your intro into real estate. Okay. And um, I, I don't want, I don't want to time timestamp this at all. But I, I know as of recently, uh, you know, you've experienced an uptick in business. Yes. Right. Yes. So in thinking of that, what what do you attribute as like, you know, the key factor in you seeing seeing this ripple effect 
of business all of a sudden? Well, you know, I think there's several factors that are probably influencing it. Uh, one is, you know, as as we're doing our recording today, we're in the, the first part of summer and the traditionally real estate, the market is pretty active in the spring and early summer as a lot of people are trying to move and facilitate movement of their children into a new school system, sure. possibly from another one. So that makes the, the spring and summer seems to be a, a pretty busy time for sellers and buyers. Okay. And I think that's influencing my uptick right now. Additionally, I think it's after two years of a lot of um, marketing through social media, through my website, uh, through you know, videos that I've shot and posted, uh, and handing out a lot, you know, old school, handing out a lot of business cards, making a lot of personal contacts with people I see and just letting them know that I'm in the business and I'm here to help. And I think though that's finally starting to kind of take hold. Okay. And people are saying, you know, they're seeing a lot of these different facets of my exposure and they're saying, you know, when they think of real estate or a friend says, hey, I'm, I'm getting ready to sell my house or I want to buy a new house, they're saying, hey, give Richard a call. And that has really, I think that's really helped foster kind of where I'm at today. And I'm so grateful to the people who have, have trusted in me to help them through that, you know, what I'll often refer to as one of the most critical financial decisions in your life, whether it's purchasing or selling a home. Those are large transactions for most people. So, Absolutely. You know, okay. I, I feel honored to help people. Yeah, very good answer. Um, let's shift a little bit. And um, let's let's get to ERA King. Okay. Have you heard of these guys before? I have, indeed. <laughs> um, tell me, in, in your own words, what's what's so great about being a part of ERA King? When I initially came to ERA King, I was uh, referred by another agent who works in the brokerage, and I had worked with him in my fire service career. And he, you know, made some some great recommendations about the culture at ERA King. Mm. And when I did some research, I found that one of the other agents that's been with the company for a long time and has over 40 years in real estate also works with ERA King. Okay. And those two factors, you know, kind of influenced me to come over and look a little bit closer. And uh, when I made my choice to come in, you know, when you get your real estate license, you have to put that license with a brokerage. Right. And I had to I had to make a selection and after I sat down with uh, our broker Anna Marie and had a conversation with her and based on the other factors that I mentioned the agents that I knew already in the agency um, all those factors kind of brought me to say I think this is the place that I need to be. Nice. And now a couple of years in I know I made the right choice because the family culture that exists at ERA King is very strong. You know, it's it's exemplified to me every week in our business meeting. Everybody's friendly, cordial. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, camaraderie when we have our team meetings on Tuesdays. Yeah. And, you know, with my background in the military service, we start every business meeting with uh, the Star Spangled Banner. And I love that. I mean, gotcha. I think that's a, kind of a glue that kind of binds us all together at the start yeah. of the meeting. And uh, it just gives me that sense of, uh, it wells up that patriotism in me. But uh, the, the office, the whole office, very, very family oriented. And I just feel like it's a place that I belong. Wow. And, I, and I felt that early on. You know, when you first join a new place, you feel like a little bit like an outsider. Yeah. But it didn't take long till people started calling me by my name without my name tag. You know, it was a, you know they knew who I was, and so 
everything just felt comfortable and I still feel that way today. Gotcha. And you know, Richard, I have to be honest in serving in a leadership role at ERA King, that really means a lot to hear you say that. So I really appreciate that. Um, Keeping the focus on ERA King, um, let's say you have the opportunity to sit down with uh, an agent new to ERA King. Mm -hmm. What would you share with them? Well, I would say, you know, come in, if you're somebody who's new to real estate completely, you know, come in and even if you're an experienced agent, soak up all the opportunities that the company affords you to receive training. Okay. Because there are so many opportunities to do things that are some things that I would refer to as base level activities and some things that are more advanced in your training as a real estate agent. But the company offers a wide variety of things on a weekly basis. You know, we do market analysis during business meetings. We'll have uh, lunch and learns where we learn techniques about handling objections and about, uh, you know, a variety of different subjects that, that start kind of advancing you in your career. And I'd say take advantage of everything that's offered. And most of the time, the things that the company offers at those lunch and learns and at the business meetings, you know, this, this agency, you're not asked at every opportunity to train. You're not asked to be, to, you know, to pay a fee, to do something, you know, it's uh, the brokerage is great about, really empowering agents to do their best work because they know that's how the agent the the agency overall benefits is by strengthening the agents and giving them the tools that they need to do the job effectively so oh good richard i i feel like i can take that sound by <laughs> and just blast it on social media that was amazing <laughs> thanks okay, <man>. okay. <laughs> well richard um I as we, as we wind down to the end of this podcast, I don't let anyone leave the studio <laughs> without sharing a really strange real estate story. <laughs> well, so here's your time, Richard. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, as I told you, with my background in public safety, I've seen a lot of strange, unusual, and catastrophic events in my lifetime. And so my, my basis for real estate uh, irregularities is not as big as I would like. But, you know, I, I did take some buyers in a house. It was a while back. And, you know, they had looked at several houses in one day. And everything was looking pretty uh, pretty consistent from house to house. You know, floor plans, three bedrooms, two baths, eat-in kitchen, this and that, you know, finished basement. Everything was pretty standard. We went in this one house, and it was a little bit older house probably constructed maybe in the 1960s. Okay. And as we went down the hallway and I made a turn into the hall bath, you know, usually you would see a vanity and you'd have a a toilet and you'd have a shower tub combo. And that's always pretty standard. A lot of times in that age house, it would be a tiled shower enclosure. And as I walked in this one, uh, something seemed a little unusual. I'd look to the left and this house, when they constructed it back in the day, decided that a sunken bathtub was going to be the thing. So... (laughs) They had a, a, you had to step down from floor level down into the bathtub and it still had the shower enclosure with the shower head on the wall and the valve set and everything. It didn't look like one of these traditional sunken tubs. It was kind of like a, a spa environment. This huh. was just a standard tub and it was just dropped in the floor. And I was like, and I looked at the buyers and they were like, wow, you don't see that every day. And I was like, no, you don't. So right. um, every time I go in a, in a house, you know, I'm always uh, on. I'm always looking for that next thing that's going to be just a little different than what you're used to seeing. You know, sure. everybody's got their own little personal touch. 
most of the time they're not reflected structurally in houses. Most of the time it's related to paint or wallpaper or furnishings or things like that that are, you know, maybe a little bit different than the norm. Right. But that one just happened to be that construction feature of that sunken bathtub, which I always thought was kind of odd. And it, that didn't end up being the house for my buyer that day, but <laughs> it was something interesting to talk about. But somebody so, bought it. <laughs> that's right. Somebody thought that was great. It's crazy that uh, of all the people looking for homes, you, you could probably find that one person who you know, had been looking for that or was intrigued by that enough to make it an influential part of their buying decision. <laughs> That's true. And it and that kind of speaks to what I tell people when they're trying to sell their house. I say, you know, you, you have to think about your house and my job is to help you give it the greatest broad appeal to the market because you don't want to have to find the unicorn buyer when you're trying to sell your house, you want something that appeals to a large group yes. that a lot of people can walk in your house and go, you know, I can really see myself and my family living here and maybe think of only minor changes like paint colors or things like that. But you don't want to have too many things in your house that, that scream, this house is just so unique because yeah. sometimes that uniqueness can be a turnoff. You know, you, you're, again, you're looking for broad appeal and that's my job is to help you bring the broadest appeal possible to the marketplace so when we start getting your property out there we have the greatest opportunity to sell it quickly and at the highest price there you go so well richard listen man i, I enjoyed our time together today <laughs> um listeners be sure to check our podcast description i've got all of richard's contact information there but seriously check out his social media his videos are incredible. I'm, I'm saying that and I mean that. <laughs> uh, but uh, again, Richard, thanks again. And uh, we look forward to having you on the podcast again in the near future. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about my career in real estate and look forward to helping a whole lot more people in the future. Thanks, Richard. Thanks. All right. Thanks for being with us. We hope you enjoyed our time together. Please take a moment and throw us some stars or write us a quick review. Until next time, this is the Agent Bonus.